Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen, and we are here to discuss the Charles Schwab Challenge played at the Colonial Country Club here in beautiful Dallas, Texas. But before we get to that, Andrew, all that I want to talk about for a few minutes here is the incredible accomplishment of the most unlikely surprising victory that I can remember in years, and that is our man Phil Mickelson, who says 50 is prime time. So I'm I'm the biggest Phil fan in the world right now because he's in my age group, and uh, can you believe what he pulled off? 50 is the new 30. Man, what an impressive <laughs> win, and so entertaining. I mean, the the thing that jumped out at me was that he hit the longest drive on 16 of the field in the week, and he did it in the the back the back nine in the final round. You know, just all jazzed up, and yeah. you know he did not hold back. You know, he went after it. He was aggressive, uh, but just enough uh, of a tempered aggressiveness for Phil, because we know that he can get wild and yeah. uh, risky. And, you know, but a lot of the commentary was that you had to be aggressive even in those conditions and you had to commit to the shot. And that was the big thing that he talked about with his brother, Tim, his caddy, about how Tim, he he woke him up and said, hey, you got to get committed on these shots. And he he started to do that. The hole out from the bunker on the front nine, the par three, what a clutch shot. And, you know, he just took off from there and... um Man, what a, what an entertaining uh, week and exciting! And he's going to play this week, so we'll see. What, what do you think he's going to have left in the tank? Oh man, you know, after pulling that off, I wouldn't put anything by him. I mean, I didn't think it was possible. I, I got to be honest with you. When he had the lead, you know, on day two and then day three, and I'm thinking, you know, it's gonna the wheels are going to fall off. The the back nine on day three, it started to show. And then the very first hole, it was like bad shot, bad shot, bad chip. And I'm like, okay, you know, the party's over. I, I, you know, not that I wasn't rooting for him, but I just had a hard time thinking he could pull it off. And, you know, it was a combination of him just being gritty and and getting it done. And then all the other guys behind him, just nobody could make a run. It was, the course was so darn tough, but uh, I don't know, man, to, to play on the longest uh, major as far as distance in the history of majors and to have a 50-year-old guy win it, that's why I love golf. You just don't know what's going to happen, and anybody has a shot. Yeah, you really don't. We may need to get some of the coffee he's been drinking. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's going to be popular. Yep, yep. And how about this? He's won this tournament twice, what's now I called the, the Charles schwab challenge that's uh, right 2000 2008 um so you know he's gonna feel comfortable he's gonna have the great vibes he's a lot more expensive this week you know he was in the six thousand dollar range on DraftKings. now he's 8500 getting the respect that he deserves as the six-time major champion my gosh i know yeah i'm excited i mean i've uh cool thing for me is i've been at this tournament you know, at least three or four times over the last 20 years. And it's a fun tournament. The course is a little tricky. But, I mean, after that course last week, 
this is going to look like putt putt for some of these guys. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's 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 seven thousand two hundred and nine yards. So it's oh, it's seven thousand and I'm sorry, seven hundred and fifty yards shorter <clears throat> than what they played last week. So that tells you right there. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, and and it's a par seventy though, so that's a little bit tougher. But you know, this course it's a long history. This this uh, they've been playing this tournament for a long time, and you know the guys that are from this area, that whole group of, you know we we've, we've gone through multiple times of uh, Spieth and Vizalatoris and Na and just you know Palmer on down the list. These guys have played Colonial a boatload of times. I mean some of them grew up playing it. Some of them you know have played it. Uh, you know, consistently you hear all the time those guys are out there when they're at home with a week off or whatever, they're playing Colonial. So I like the local flavor, um, you know, and there's a, it's a really good field. A lot of times after a major, everybody sort of just goes their own way for a while. The European guys go back, and but it uh, it's really drawn a great field, and there's a lot of guys with uh, a good shot uh, to win this thing. Yeah, let's talk about a couple of the ones you mentioned, because uh, Spieth and Na have won it here in the last five years. That's Spieth right. Spieth also has a couple second-place finishes, yeah. so he's he's an important guy to evaluate this week. I want to ask you about Spieth and JT and, yeah. and setting it up for you. You know, they're, they're in that same price range in the upper tier. Spieth, uh, he has the excellent course history here, and we have seen that a lot of these winners— have played it multiple times because it, it is one of the courses with a long history. And yeah. you can see guys who consistently do well here. Spieth is right at the top of that list. He's in his third straight week of playing since COVID. You know, playing yeah. in Texas, and then he goes to play the PGA, plays all four rounds. Now he's back home for another one. Uh, on the flip side, Justin Thomas missed the cut at Kiowa. So he's yeah. had a couple extra days to rest and gear up. He, he played last year tied for 10th so he's coming back for his second shot at this one how do you uh choose between those two or maybe do you fade them both and go with a, a cheaper build this week you know i i'm actually neither one of those options believe it or not andrew and this is going to shock you because i don't usually play my golf lineups this way i love both of them i think i mean they both played this a ton right now uh Spieth's game is a little sharper he's been consistently better and I think he comes in confident. He gets to sleep in his own bed and, and play this course. And I think it's going to be very uh, conducive to a top finish for him. And as you said, I think Justin Thomas, you know, he got here early. He's practiced a little bit more here and, and gotten prepared for this with the very surprising missing the cut. And uh, I think he's really in play. So I think I'm going... Uh, stars and scrubs this week completely. Wow. I know, and I don't usually do that. I usually like to pay down, get that nice mid-level build where I feel comfortable with you know getting my guys through the cut because that's generally what you want to. Your your first goal is you know PGA DFS as you guys know is way different than the rest. You just have to get all your guys through that cut if you really want to take something down. But I'm I think I found enough value here that I can make these two studs work at the top and not only get guys through the cut, 
but then have a chance for two guys to both have top five finishes, which I think is very possible here. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't really argue against either one. Uh, just the, the downside of Spieth with f- potential fatigue and JT not having as much experience here. But I do think Justin Thomas is going to be ultra-motivated. You know, to miss the cut like that in, yeah. in that frontline pairing he had, uh, you know, he's just got to be chomping at the bit to get out there and and uh, have another top finish. Um, so you could certainly look there. But I don't mind a guy who's right behind them, Colin Morikawa, who finished second yeah. here in, in the playoff last year. He's uh, 10500 so he's at least 500 cheaper on DraftKings. He had a, a better finish in the PGA, finishing tied for eighth. Um, so we know that this is the type of course that, that suits him well. Smaller greens, great on the approach shots. Um, but you you probably can't go to Morikawa if you're going with those other two. No. And, you know, I mean, he's dangerous all the time. Now, you know, the one thing with Morikawa, as I mentioned last week, even though he's playing decent, he's still not putting to the level of where he can putt. So, you know, uh, these greens are, are fast and you've got to, uh, you know, you really got to be zoned in. Now, we have had record rain in Dallas the last month. So everything on all courses uh, are softer, all the all the Dallas area courses. You know, the, they've really uh, been soaked. And so there's no rain expected uh, today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we should be clear. There's a chance of a passing shower, but I doubt it. Uh, so we shouldn't have any more rain. The course will dry up. But just knowing going in, that's another reason I like Spieth and Thomas is there will be at least Thursday and Friday for sure. Then maybe it, it gets with those many days dried up more Saturday and Sunday. But I'm telling you that the earth is saturated here in Dallas. So it's going to be target golf a lot for these guys. They can, if they put it in, in play, they're going to be able to, to go with these pins and not have to be fearful of it, you know, not catching or sticking or spinning back, whatever. Uh, and, and I think that's a real big advantage for guys like uh, those two because they're they're great at, at uh, you know, seeking out those pins and, and keeping those putts shorter. So, you know, that's a little bit of, you know, course knowledge here. And the winds aren't going to be terrible. Uh, I wish they were actually a little more because, you know, the, some of the guys I'm looking to roster are more Texas-style players. They're used to 15, 20-mile-an-hour winds. But the forecast has no more than 12-mile-an-hour winds down to 8, which is nothing here in Texas. And like I say, temperatures, uh, low 80s, uh, upper 70s. So it's it's going to be a fine tournament. Uh, they're having a, a decent... Uh, amount of fans going to it. I almost was going to get tickets and go, but with all this NBA action going on with with coach talk and everything, I just couldn't take a full complete day, you know, to get out there. I could have done it probably tomorrow, but just too much scrambling going on. And um, you know, I I have a good view from my couch as I would if I sat sat in my in that little bleacher area on 16 where I usually uh, would go and sit, but. <clears throat> I think it's I think it's gonna be a fun tournament. I think you're gonna have uh, iron play gonna be a, a big key. Like I say, it's way shorter than the tournament they played last week. They don't have the same wins to deal with, so there'll be 
there should be some decent scores. The only time uh, guys struggle on this course, if it's bone dry and you can't hold the greens and, you know, you're, you're rolling the ball through the fairway into the rough. Um, but <clears throat> I think with the softer turf, you're going to have some nice scores and some good play. So I'm excited for this one. I really am. And, and I think the field is terrific. Yeah, pretty solid field. Uh, three of the top ten. And uh, I wanted to hit on a couple of the other guys who've finished well here. So I'm gonna, I want to uh, touch on five guys and see if you like okay. any of them. In terms of the more expensive guys, Berger, Finau, Rose, who have either won here or finished yeah. top two, I am planning to most likely avoid Berger. Uh, you know, it's rare to go back-to-back. At an, at an rare Berger? Like I get it. Okay, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh didn't really like his weekend, 74-76. No. Uh, Finau, on the other hand, finished tied for eighth, as did Justin Rose. And Finau has never missed a cut here. Yeah. Rose is a lot cheaper than some of these other guys. He's 8900 on DraftKings. Rose has played tough here forever. Yep, yep. So uh, those guys are in play for me. And then two mid-tier guys for you to consider as you're building out uh, the rest of your roster after paying up for the two studs. How about yeah. uh, Chris Kirk and Snedeker? They finished 1-2 mm. here back in 2015. They're in the 7K range on DraftKings. Now, Chris Kirk has missed his last two cuts. We know he's yeah. he can be inconsistent, but sometimes he'll just all of a sudden show up and give you a top 10. And then Snedeker has had two straight top 20s. And, uh, you know, he, he, likes, uh, he likes these greens. Um, so those guys are a couple that I think are worth mentioning. Yeah, they are. I mean, there's, there's a, like I said, I think there's a lot of good value. Um, you know, I was high on Kirk. He was playing such good golf. But, man, two missed cuts in a row, that's a tough pill to swallow. But, uh, you know, he's he's played decently here, uh, you know, also. But uh, I, I think the Justin Rose call is a good one because it seems like, you know, year after year, he's always in the thick of it here. He always makes a cut. He's, you know, he plays, he likes this course. <clears throat> so I think he's a, he's a really good value guy here. Uh, another guy that hasn't played great, but he is a, def- a champ here a couple years back is Kevin Nas always play in this course, uh, you know, on his own. So I think he's, his knowledge here and he knows the way around uh, the course. He's pretty, pretty inexpensive too. I think, you know, he's a decent play. So uh, I definitely need some of your value gems to to fill out this lineup. But let me give you a couple of odds here. And I'll do it just, you know, let's go over the top 20 real quick. I'll give you five at a time and tell me who your favorite is out of that group. And, you know, maybe who your fate is actually, too. So you've got Spieth at 10 to 1. Justin Thomas, 14, Morikawa, 14, Answer, 20, and Reed, 20. Yeah, I'll go for Morikawa here uh, as he's a little bit cheaper. Okay. Uh, In terms of a fade, tough to fade any of those guys, to be honest. But I guess I have to fade Spieth and Thomas if I'm going to pay up for Morikawa. Excuse me? Okay. (laughs) This could be a challenge week here. We may be... uh, he may be having a head-to-head duel for five bucks just so we could post it everywhere and tease the other guy. <laughs> that could work. Yeah. All right. The the next five: 
Berger 22, Finau 22, Connors 22, Zalatoris 25, and Mr. Neiman 25. How's that for a juicy group? That is. Yeah, I'll, well, uh, based on what we've gone through so far, I'll invest in Finau, and I will fade Berger this week. Yeah, I'm not going Berger either. I'll tell you, Corey Connors hasn't done me wrong much. You know Zalatoris is my man, and this is home course for him too. So I I could I just Zalatoris isn't as cheap as I wish he was, but I'm going to try to get him in there. Um, you know I get it with Finau. I agree, he's awesome. I just I can't stomach the Sundays and him not mm-hmm. winning. So mm-hmm. I get too upset about that. All right, last couple groups because uh, they're just so good. Rose twenty eight, Scheffler twenty eight, M thirty three, Harmon thirty three, and Hoffman forty. Yeah, wow. Um, Tough. Who was the first guy you mentioned in that group? The guy the I'm Rose? using, Rose. Yeah, Rose and the... the Scheffler, the, M, Harmon, and Hoffman. Those those guys are hard to fade. You know, they're... It's... They're, they're, they're good pr- uh, prices, too. Right, right. Uh, you know, th- those are guys who I would think would make the cut and push for a top 20, so... Those no, nobody stands out there as somebody who I think is going to play poorly. Okay, and I'll we'll do one last one, then it starts getting a little thin. You know, well, I'll have to do one more after that, just because Phil's in that next group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's a, here's some other guys that have a good shot. Woodland, who played much better, he's forty five, and here's where we may have to start talking about a, putting a few nickels in there. Kokrak fifty, Grillo fifty, Kirk fifty, Horschel fifty five. And then Kevin Na, 60. All solid options. You know, Na, like you said, he is the toughest one to evaluate this week, I think, because he won here two years ago, plays there all the time. His weekend in the PGA was 79-78. So coming in, you know, it's the perfect contrast of a guy who's playing terribly, but he feels ultra at home. So he, of anybody, could turn it around on a dime, but... Um, maybe I'll fade him because of the strong course history and hope that he just doesn't quite put it together. But you know, it's, it's another another solid group there. What What are your thoughts on that group? Well, I you know I'm not a big GPP player, but I will probably throw one in because uh, you know this the home course here and Nas going to make that lineup for me because he's a boomer bust guy. Yeah. But I'm not going to use him in cash because he could he could just as easily miss the cut. Um, I you know I even though Kirk missed the last two cuts I just I like the way he's played this year I like the way he plays on this course I think Kirk is is a sneaky little play and Grio yes uh, he's, he's dangerous had, he's had three top twenties in the last couple of months he finished third yeah. here in 2018 you know I like playing him because he can be boomer bust yeah uh, so and and Hoffman he's made eleven of twelve cuts here oh he's on fire people don't yeah. realize he's on fire yeah. Yeah, forty to one. I'm I'm telling you, he's gonna make the cut. I, I'm just telling you. That's oh, yeah. my call. Hoffman's making this cut. It's a great bet. And then all right, I'll do one last one because I, I have to share Phil. We can't leave Phil out of anything for the rest of the PGA season. <laughs> he's sixty six to one this week. And then you got Sergio sixty six, who's played well here. Tringali sixty six. I don't know why they made all these guys sixty six. Same thing for Ryan Palmer, local. 
And your buddy who played great, Kevin Strillman. All those guys are 66 to 1. Yeah, uh, Fade Sergio. He's been playing very poorly lately, missing cuts. Yeah, um, I don't like him either, although he has played Colonial well. Yeah. Um, Phil Streelman. Yeah, man. Th- two of my favorite veterans really played well last week. Um, could Phil back it up here with another high finish? He could. Hey, he could. Nothing. After what he pulled off, I nothing would surprise yeah. me. I don't think he'll make my first lineup with uh, with the higher price and the fatigue. But yeah, you're right. I'm not going to bet against him. Yeah. So that that's a big group and some of the odds that make sense. And you know the field is is pretty deep. I think there's a lot of guys you know that I didn't mention that are super uh, cheap that have decent uh, uh, performances here. Siwoo Kim, Brendan Todd, Brandon Grace. Uh, Lee Westwood, you know, not not a bad guy to, to make a cut and feel pretty good about. Keith Mitchell has had some some success on this course. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of choices. And, you know, my goal, you know, at least this week is going to be stars and scrubs and this, get these doggone scrubs uh, into being studs instead of scrubs. You barely have to change any letters. <laughs> yeah, Two-letter right. switch. And we get these guys through. Speaking of that, Coach, final thing for me this week in golf, I'll mention two possible minimum price guys if you want to go Stars and Scrubs. Okay, which these are golfers that you wouldn't normally invest in because you usually take one high-priced player and then go more of a mid-tier from there where guys you feel really solid about making the cut. But here are two long shots to keep an eye on if you really, if you need to go that route. Michael Vizaki, whose minimum price, uh, hmm. he, he, he made the big headlines at the Valspar as the local guy who qualified finally for a PGA Tour event. Missed the cut. He played solid, but okay. you know barely missed the cut. And I think that maybe he got a sponsor's exemption here. So maybe his second go at it here where he's not right down the road uh, in that Tampa area. You know He doesn't have the, all that pressure. Maybe this is the week he makes the cut, so you could look Ooh. there. And then Eric Compton, who is a veteran, he's l- recently been playing mostly on the Corn Ferry Tour, but this is a guy who has a lot of PGA Tour experience, some some top finishes, and when he's going right, he's much better than a minimum price player. So if you want to wow. take a flyer on, on a minimum price guy, I wouldn't mind looking at one of those guys. Now that that's what I call some deep value plays there. <laughs> that that is fantastic, man. I I like it. I don't know if I have the courage, but I like it. There's no question about it. Yeah, I mean they're they're a little young for me. You know, Steve Stricker isn't playing this week, so I can't go there for value. <laughs> so I got to go with one of those guys. You need, you generally have the senior tour tour dudes on there, but right. I can't even make fun of fun of you for that anymore because the damn fifty year old won the PGA. <laughs> yeah, and Stricker was solid again. He was. He yeah. has. He is. You know what's really cool is he's going to be our Ryder Cup captain, and he's playing good golf. Right. So it's you know that garners respect from from the team too. Yeah, and Harrington. I love the, that on the other side with a T four finish. Man, those guys. Yeah. You know they're motivated to show they still have it. So they get to the Ryder Cup, and everybody in the room shows them that extra respect because they know they can still play. And I'll tell you what, if you think that that's not a factor, you're crazy. That is a big factor. Oh, yeah, big time. No doubt, no doubt. 
Well, fantastic. I'm excited. I unfortunately won't be giving boots on the ground updates from there because uh, of all, you know, right now it's just so NBA centered. We have all these great uh, of, of stuff, you know, events going on and a lot of baseball. So I'm going to just try to keep it in the middle where I can handle a little bit of everything. What I am trying to garner, though, are a couple of Mavs playoff tickets. That I will make a, a, a little run for, I believe. They've tripled the size of the crowd that's allowed. Uh, so it's going to be rocking. I think it's up to 16,000, if I'm not mistaken. And that kind of a group can make a lot of noise. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. Just in time to try to finish off Kawhi and company. Yeah, I hope so, man. <laughs> I hope so. I want. I would love nothing better to go into this weekend with uh, some serious momentum in all of these things. And this is a great time to join. Uh, jump in uh, today. You know, this will be out there. If you're a golf fan, certainly Wednesdays are our best day because you get our Wednesday night lineups, which give you the whole tournament. You get the the DK cash. Uh, uh, clipboard is what i'm trying to say and then you get the FanDuel yahoo lineups and then the three-day pass if you get that for ten dollars it takes you through to friday and on friday we've had a huge success doing the weekend only saturday sunday uh, events uh that they have the the competitions on FanDuel and DraftKings, and they pay great a lot of people get in them and so you'll get both uh you know both uh, shots at the Charles Schwab here uh, with us. And then with that membership, you get everything we have, all our basketball, all our uh, you know golf right now, and, of course, all of our baseball. So great time to join. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com. Uh, if you have any questions, you can check us out on Twitter. We're all at DFSCoachTalk. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and I am at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And uh, that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, if you're watching this right now on uh, YouTube, really <clears throat> important ask for us. Take a second here on the way out. Hit the thumbs up, the subscribe button, and the little alert button in the upper corner. That'll let you know when our podcast posts. And we really appreciate you know the thumbs up and uh, certainly the subscribe. And if you're listening to us audio on all of our different outlets, whether it be Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, uh, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, take a second, give us a five star, a couple of words uh, of encouragement, if you will. And we have a, a contest once per month for anybody that's given us either the thumbs up and comment or five stars and comment, and that's uh, they win a free week of uh, Coach Talk. So. We'd love to have you join us uh, for sure coming into this weekend. Everything's going full steam here. We've been hot, and uh, we hope to keep it going. So I uh, really appreciate it. Any final words on your side, Andrew? Let's crush these lineups like Phil. Yeah, let's. that's our, our motto. Uh, be Phil. Be like Phil instead of be like Mike. That's We're going right. to be like Phil. Be like Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Well, have an awesome week. Enjoy the golf tournament. Like I say, you shouldn't have any weather issues so uh they have some good coverage uh coming up throughout uh, all four days and uh enjoy the basketball baseball and come and join us at dfs coach talk we would love to have you so appreciate it and we'll certainly be back like we are every week 
with PGA, and we are going to look to crush it. So we'll see you again next week.